part two of an essay on criticism by alexandra pope this librivox recording is in the public domain of all the causes which conspire to blind man's erring judgment and misguide the mind what the weak head with strongest bias rules is bright the never-failing vice of fools what nature has in worth denied she gives in large recruits of needful pride for as in bodies thus in soul we find what once in blood and spirit swelled with wind bright wherewith fails steps into our defence and fills up all the mighty void of sense if once right reason drives that cloud away truth breaks upon us with resistless days trust not yourself but your defects to know make use of every friend and every foe a little learning is a dangerous thing drink deep or taste not the purian spring there shallow droughts intoxicate the brains and drinking largely sobers us again fired at first sight with what the muse imparts in fearless youth we tempt the height of art while from the bounded levels of our minds short views we take nor see the lens behind but more advanced behold with strange surprise new distant scenes of endless science rise so pleased at first the towering alps we try mount o'er the alps and seem to thread the sky the eternal snows appear already past and the first clouds on mountains seem the last but those attained we tremble to survey the growing labors of the lengthened way the increasing prospect tires our wandering eyes hills peep over hills and alps on alps arise a perfect judge will read each work of wit with the same spirit that the author write survey the whole nor seeks life fault to find where nature moves and rapture warms the mind nor lose for that malignant dull delight the dangerous pleasure to be charmed with wit but in such lays as neither herb nor flow correctly cold and regularly low that shunning fault one quiet to nor a kip we cannot blame indeed but we may sleep in with this nature what affects our hearts is nothing the exactness of peculiar parts tis not a lip or eye we beauty call but the joint force and full result of all thus when we view some well-proportioned dome the world's just wonder and even dying old rome no single part unequally surprised all comes united to the admiring eye no monstrous height or present or length appear the whole that once is bold and regular whoever thinks of faultless peace to see thinks what ne'er was nor is nor e'er shall be in every word regard the writer's end since none can compass more than they intend and if the means be just the conduct true applause in spite of trivial faults is due as men of breeding sometimes men of wit to avoid great error must the less commit neglect the rules each verbal critic says for not to know such trifles is a praise most critics fond of some subservient art still make the whole depend upon a part they talk of principles but notions prize and all to one lovely folly sacrifice once on a time lamentous nights they say a certain bart encountering ring on the ray discoursed in terms as just 
with looks as sage as air could denis of the grecian stage concluding all were desperate sots and fools who thus depart from aristotle's rules our author happy in a judge so nice produced his play and begged the knight's advice made him observe the subject and the plot the manners passions unities what not all which exact to rules were brought about were but a combat and a list left out what left the combat out exclaimed the knight yes or we must renounce the staggerite not so by heaven he answered in rage knights squires and steeds must enter on the stage so vast a throng the stage can ne'er contain then build anew or act it in a plane thus critics of less judgment than caprice curious not knowing not exact but nice form short ideas and offend in art as most in manners by a love to parts some to conceit alone their taste confined and glittering thoughts struck out at every line pleased with a work when nothing's just a fifth once glaring chaos and wild heap of wit poets like painters thus unskilled to trace the naked nature and the living grace with gold and jewels cover every part and hide with ornaments their wants of art true with this nature to advantage dressed but oft was taught but ne'er so well expressed something whose truth convinced sight we find that gives us back the image of our mind as shades more swiftly recommend the light so modest plainness sets off sprinkly width for works may have more width than does them good as bodies perish through excess of blood others for language all their care express and value books as women men for dress their praise is still their style is excellent the sense they humbly take upon content words are like leaves and where they most abound much fruit of sense beneath is rarely found false eloquence like the prismatic glass its gundy colors spread on every place the face of nature we no more survey all glares alike without distinction gay but true expression like the unchanging sun clears and improves whatever it shines upon it gilds all objects but it offers none expression is the dress of thought and still appears more decent as more suitable a vow can sit in pompous words expressed is like a clown in regal purple dress for different styles with different subjects sought as several gaps with country town and court some by old words to fame have made pretense ancients in phrase mere moderns in their sense such labored nothings in so strange a style amazed the unlearned and made the learned smile unlucky as fungus so in the play this spark with awkward vanity display what the fine gentleman wore yesterday and but so mimic ancients with at best as apes are grandeurs in their doublets dressed in words as fashion the same rules will hold alike fantastic if too new or old be not the first by whom the new are tried not yet the last to lay the old aside but most by numbers judge a poet's song and smooth or rough with them is right or wrong in the bright muse though thousands charm conspire her voice is all these tuneful foes admire who haunts panaces but to please their ear 
not mend your mind as some to church repair. Not for the doctrine, but the music there, these equal syllables alone require. The often the ear, the open vowels tire, while expletives their feeble age do join. And ten low words oft creep in one dull line, while they ring round the same unvaried chimes, with such returns of still expected rhymes. Wherever you find the cooling western breeze, in the next lines it whispers through the trees. If crystals, streams with pleasing murmurs creep, the readers threaten not in the vein with sleep. Then at the last and only couplet fraught, with some unmeaning thing, they call a thought, a needless Alexandrian ends the song. That, like a wounded snake, drags its slow strength along, leaves such to tune their own dull rhymes, and know what's roundly smooth or languishingly slow, and praise the easy burger of a line, where dendrums strengthen, walls sweetness join. True ease in writing comes from art, not chance, as those move easiest who have learned to dance. Tis not enough, no harshness gives offence. The sound must seem an echo to the sense. Soft is the strain when Zephyr gently blows, and the smooth stream in smoother numbers flow. But when loud surges lash the sounding shore, the hoarse rough verse should like torrent roar. When Ajax strives some rock's vast way to throw, the line to labors and the words move slow. Not so when swift Camille scores the plain, flies over the unbending corn and skims along the main. Hear how Timotheus buried lays surprise and Bill alternates passions fall and rise. While at each chance the son of Libya and Joby now burns with glory and then melts with love. Now his fierce eyes with sparkling furry glow. Now sighs, stills out, and fears begin to flow. Persians and Greeks, like turns of nature found, and the world's victor stood subdued by sound. The power of music all our hearts allow. And what Timotheus was, is threatened now. Avoid extremes, and shun the faults of such, Who still are pleased too little or too much, At every trifle scorn to take offense, That always shows great pride or little sense, Those heads and stomachs are not sure the best, Which knows it all and nothing can digest. Yet let not each gate turn their rapture move, For fools admire, but men of sense approve. As things seem large, which we through missed to cry, dullness is ever apt to magnify. Some foreign writers, some our own despise, the ancients only, or the moderns prize. Thus with like fate by each man is applied, to one small sect and all are damned beside. Mainly they seek the blessings to confine, and forest that sun, but on the part to shine, which not alone the southern wit sublimes, but ripened spirits in cold northern climes, which from the first has shone on ages past, and lights the present and shall warm the last, though each may feel increases and decays, and see now clearer and now darker days. Regard not then if wit be old or new, but blame the faults and values still the true. Some ne'er advance a judgment of their own, but catch spreading notion of the town. They reason and conclude by precedent, 
and own still nonsense which they ne'er invent. Some judge of others' names, not works, and then, nor praise, nor blame the writing, but the man. Of all these server earths, the worst is he that in proud dullness joins with quality. A constant critic at the great man's board, to fetch and carry nonsense for my lord. What woeful stuff this madrigal will be, in some starved hackney's sanity around me. But let a lord once own the happy lines, how the wit brightens, how the styles refines, before his sacred name flies every fault, and each exalted stanza teems with thought. The vulgar thus through imitation air, as oft the learned by being singular, so much the scorn the crowds, that if the throng by chance go right, they purposely go wrong. So charismatics, the plain believers quit, and are but damned for having too much wit. Some praise at morning what they blame at night, but always think the last opinion right. Amused by this is like a mistress used, this hour she's idolized, the next abused. While their weak heads, like towns unfortified, twixt sense and nonsense daily change their mind. As them the cause, they're wiser still, they say, and still tomorrow, wiser than today. We think our fathers fools, so wise we grow. Our wiser sons, no doubt, will think us so. Once school divines, these zealous owls of sprayed, who knew most sentences was deep as red. Fate caused for all seemed made to be disputed, and none had sense enough to be confuted. Scottish thumb is now and in peace remain, amidst their kindred cobwebs in dark flame. If faith itself had different dresses worn, what wonder modes in wit shall take their turn, oft leaving what is natural and fit. The current folly proves the ready wit, and authors think their audition safe, which lines as long as fools are placed to laugh. Some valuating those, some valuing those of their own side or mind, still make themselves the measure of mankind. Fondly we think we honor merits then, when we but praise ourselves in other men. Parties in with a then on those of state, and public faction doubled private hate. Bright malice folly against Dryden rose, in various shapes of parsons critics bows. Some sense survived when Mary's jest were past, for rising merits will buy us up at last. Might he return and bless once more our eyes, new Blackmores and new Milbournes must arise. Nay, should great Homer lift his awful head, Zolus again would start up from the dead. Envy will merit as its shade pursues, but like a shadow proves the substance true. For envied with, like soul eclipsed, makes known the opposing body grossness, not its own. When first that sun to powerful beams display, it draws up vapors which obscure its rays. But even those clouds at last adorn its ways, reflect new glories and augment the day. Be thou the first true merit to befriend, his praise is lost who stays still all command. Shut is the date, alas, of modern rhymes, and tis but just to let them leave their time. No longer now in that golden age appear, when patriots which survived a thousand years. Now in length of fame our second life is lost, and bare threescore is all even that can boost.
our sons their father's failing language say as such chaucer is shall dryden be so when the faithful pencil has designed some bright idea of the master's mind where a new world leaps out of his command and ready nature waits upon his hand when the ripe colors soften and unite and swiftly melt into just shade and light when mellowing years their full perfection give and each bold figure just begins to leave the treacherous colors the fair art betray and all the bright creations fade away unhappy with like most mistaken things a thorns not for that envy which he brings in you alone its empty praise we boast but soon the short-lived vanity is lost like some fair flowing the early spring supplies that gaily blooms but even in blooming dies what is this with which must our cares employ the owner's wife that other men enjoy then most are troubles still when most admired and still the more we give the more required whose fame with pains we got but lose with ease sure some to vex but never all to please tis what the vicious fear the virtuous shun by fools tis hated and by knaves undone if wit so much from ignorance undergo ah let not learning to commence its foe of old those met rewards who could excel and such were praised who but endeavoured well though triumphs were to generals only due crowns were reserved to grace the soldiers too now they who reach panassus lofty crowns employs their pains to spurn some others down and while self-love each zealous rider rules contending with becoming the spots of fools but still the worst wit most regret commands for each ill author is as bad a friend to what base ends and by what abject ways are mothers urged to choose sacred loss of praise ah ne'er so dire a thirst of glory boast nor in the critics let the man be lost good nature and good sense must ever join to err is human to forgive divine but if in noble minds some dreg remain not yet purged off of spleen and sore disdain discharged at rage and more provoking of crimes no fear of death in this flatuous times no pardon while obscenity should find though with an art conspire to move your mind but dullness with obscenity must prove as shameful sure as impotence in love in the fat age of pleasure wealth and ease sprung the ranks with and thrived with large increase when love was all an easy monarch's care seldom at council never in a war jilts ruled the state and statesmen faced writs nay wits had pensions and young lords had wit the fair sat panting and the courtiers play and not a mask went unimproved away the modest fan was lifted up no more the virgin smiled at what they blushed before the following license of a foreign reign did all the dregs of bold suchiness drain then unbelieving priest reformed the nation and taught more pleasant methods of salvation where heaven's free subjects might their rights dispute lest god himself should seem to absolute puppets their sacred satire learned to spare and vice admired to find a flatterer there encouraged thus 
which tightened brave the skies, and the press groaned with licensed blasphemies, this monster's critics with our darts engaged. Here point your thunder and exhaust your rage, yet shun your fault, whose candlelessly nice will need mistaken and author into vice, all seem infected that infected spy, as all looks yellow to the jaundiced eye. End of part two.